Well, last week went just a little bit long, but this week we'll begin the wonderful year of 2022. And you know what? 2022 is going to be it. This is going to be the year. Matt, how close are you to finishing school at this point? I'll graduate in 2022. Hell yeah! I will you have get my to master's. start a new career. Whole new career. Whole new life-ish. Nice. Yeah, looking forward yeah. to that. I am excited for you. I will hopefully start grad school, you know, assuming I get accepted. I won't find out for a little while yet. I don't expect there to be any problems, but you never know. You got to roll them dice. Do you have to take the GRE? I do not. Oh, good, good, good. I okay. know. Yeah, yeah but doing the classes where I'm doing them, they just like, come on in. It'll be fine. The water's great. Yeah. What are, what are Alicia, what's your major expectation for 2022? My major expectation? Um, I mean, just to enjoy the year. I mean, I know every year comes with, you know, highs and lows, and there's stuff that you'd really just rather kind of throw out and pretend it didn't happen. But, you know, there's normally a lot of good stuff happening in the midst of all that, too. So, Think just you'll finish the to... novel this year? I do. I think I'll at least yeah. get it drafted. Um, nice. I have not walked a project this long through revisions before, so I don't know right. how long that'll take. But I do expect Years. to have the first draft done. Decades. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, so many people have told me, yeah, I'm working on a novel. I'm like, yeah, sure you are. But you you got 50,000 words of yeah, it already. Yeah, and, and I'm still going, on. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Lorik or, uh, oh, shoot, El Nibone? Uh Anybody familiar? God, what's the name of those no. books? Uh, I'm not cultured enough to know that name. <laughs> there's a there's a series of like five or six books. Elric, God, Elric. Um, anyway, the Elric novels. Elric, Elric's this character, and the first novel is like 300 pages, and it's one of the you know classic cult movie occult books out there. So, you've essentially yep. written a cult book. So far. <laughs> <laughs> Michael well, Moorcock. I cannot remember the, the full title, but it's Elric of Mildebone, I think, or something like that. But Michael Moorcock yeah. wrote five or six books, and they're all like, I don't know, 250, 300 pages apiece. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh, Amazing. I read a lot of long-form, like, epic fantasy stuff, so I guess it's not so surprising that that's the direction I lean in. So. It's what well, you in love. My sp- Bear time, I started reading The Wheel of Time. I don't know Yay. how wise that is, but it's it's happening. <laughs> One page at a time, man. <laughs> Casey's yeah. face. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, so, Casey, I, I, what's your major goal for 22? Travel. Uh, we've had two years of just nothing mm-hmm. because of COVID. And so I'm hoping 2022, the borders are opened up a little bit. And when I say the borders, I mean my borders, not necessarily country borders. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Uh, what's your um, goal? Where do you want to go? I don't know. Um, we've ticked off some pretty big milestones. I mean, we've done all of the UK, a lot of stuff in Europe. We've even been to Turkey. We've been to Egypt. That was an amazing trip. Uh, Brazil. I think we're going to try to go Australia, New Zealand, maybe Ooh. Japan. Man, if you can get into one of those two, that'd be amazing, because New Zealand and Australia both stay pretty much locked down. Yeah, that's my concern, is those two. But I don't know. Really, to be honest, we'd be happy with just going to New York City. So Right? Yeah. Well, I haven't told him yet, but Mike's going to put me up when I go to Australia and visit. Yeah, you gonna go hang out at Perth? <laughs> good. Uh, you saw the picture of his spider that he had. That's true. That's true. And my leg just you're gonna have a roommate. That. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just snuggle up next to it. It'll be warm at night. No, I'll just go. I'm, I'll go in a yeah, tank. Settle at your feet like a cat. It'll be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> or hug your face in the morning. You never know. There's a lot of dangerous shit in that country. There is. The whole place is trying to kill you. Yeah, Mike was trying to argue that that's not the case, that uh, America is just as bad. And I'm like, ah, no. Is it, no, Australia. I mean, is we it have guns. Really? But... Like, you, like in Australia, <laughs> you can see these things just by hanging out at home. In America, a lot of times, you actually got to go searching for these creatures that want to kill you. Yeah. Hang out at home and look at them on TV. 
Well, I think yeah. though too, it's kind of what you get used to. Like, you know, we have you know black widow spiders and brown recluses and copperheads and things like that around here, and it's like, oh yeah, those exist here, but you don't freak out every day because they're just kind of part of your world. But like, we moved to Florida for like a six or seven month training program at one point, and like the first day we were there, the cable guy let one of my cats out and i swear i was just like the cat got eaten by a gator and <laughs> you know yeah, it's wait, just wait, like i don't I'm know if there were alligators nearby gator. or not but i just kind of assumed you know but well i don't know python might have showed up but yeah but you know it was the things that were kind of native to that area were more freaky to me and more scary to me because I wasn't used to it. Yeah. But anyway. Well, I grew up with a gator as a pet, so they're fine. That's a <laughs> I just, I'm from Louisiana, so a lot of people assume, and I like to lean into that assumption. Yeah. All right, so yeah. Matt, what did you mm. got going on this next week? Monday night, we have Age of Heroes. Eastern, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time. So just a little uh, behind the the fence or whatever behind the curtain curtain thank you um between the boards between the boards all that good stuff i am still fresh with braces so bear with me as i have raw lips as i try to talk so yeah monday nights 9 p.m eastern standard on daylight savings time we're doing age of heroes which is it shackled city i'm actually getting pretty good at that now shackled city uh fifth edition D &D doing in greyhawk uh, live on Twitch at nine o'clock, going to YouTube video for later if you want to check it out there, or in podcast form. Come hang out with us. There are a few people now that are regular on our Monday nights, and yes, the best chit chat with us as we play. It's a lot of fun. Very cool. Well, Casey, catch us up. What happened last week? Uh, Hadassah and Safi got themselves into a pretty rough situation with some weird-looking creatures with Was tentacles and. Was it though? I mean, it might have been rough. We we we, we don't know. It's not over yet. <laughs> um, and with that, Volantre decided to use this opportunity to pull the other switch that had not been flipped in the down position, so they all matched down. Um, a water elemental, a bunch of water, and some crazy acid thingies came and appeared in the room with the switches. Volantre fled from there went to go join Hadassah and Safi to fight the tentacle monsters that were there. Hadassah and Safi just left. They did not care about Volantre, and now he is there by himself with number with uh, the number one creature. We don't even know what type of creature it is. It has a large red eye, has a mouth for a stomach, tentacles with mouths on the end of the tentacles. Yeah. Um, if anyone knows what this creature is, please let us know, because we are at a loss. Um... Hadassah and Safi uh, entered a room with a very, 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 very large man whose chest cavity was opened up, whose heart was replaced with slime, and had an amulet that Hadassah is eyeing. As we left last week, Hadassah reached her hand out as he was supposed to hand the amulet to her. And I believe he asked you, like, just please, just let me take it off. Let me be a man here. And it's still your turn. Hadassah, what do you do? Um, she is going to give him a moment to take it off, but she's going to ready an action. Um, if he tries to hand her anything besides that amulet, like, I don't know, an unfriendly spell. Howard um, kill. Yeah, <laughs> any of those things. Um, she is going to see about finishing the job. All right, Falchion at the ready. We're yep. now going to move on to this strange creature to the south. Volantre, just give me a knowledge planes. Let's see what you get. Right, let's see this knowledge planes. It's a 16 on the die, so um, that's a 22. 22. That is just enough to at least get the name. Ooh. These are of the subtype Clipoff. You may or may not have heard of those, but more specifically, it is a thing called a Chernobu. Chernobu? Oh. 
<laughs> there it is. Sounds like it's radioactive. Yeah, right. That's what that glow is around him. <laughs> It sounds like, sorry, I'm getting like a peekaboo vibe from that, like, Jinnaboo, you know. (laughs) It really kind of took some of the intimidation factor out of it for me. I mean, if this was Pokemon, they really would have screwed up whenever it appeared out of the water saying its name. Yeah. It's kind of like demons and devils and and things like that. There's a lot of different kinds of of that type. Like, this is one, you know. This is a type of this, and it's called a Chernobyl. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like Huge the like the Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Just like that. But you learned that information. You also now know that they are weak to light. For every minute that they stay in a bright, brightly lit area, they take some Constitution damage. <sighs> And you learn all that nice. just in time for him to disappear. He's gone. I was literally <laughs> going to cast daylight when the darkness came up. Yeah, but it only made it like dim vision or yeah, whatever. Especially with yeah. darkness. Yeah. So that's why they like it. That spells great. Now whose turn is it? Crap! Don't ask us. You've gotten the initiative right. order. Yep. This is where I actually have Jordamandas going. And he reaches back, grabs that amulet. He uh, does that little fancy swing move, swings the amulet back to the front of his chest, lifts it up and off. And when you finally get close enough to see this thing, it's clear glass. And you can see the four colors from the four different corners of this room swirling around inside of it. Maybe they should have mixed up enough to make either a gray or a brown color, but they're not. They're staying separated. But you can see them floating around inside of it. And Jordamandis just looks at you and says, I made this so I could leave. But why leave when I'm having so much fun here? This is yours. Wear it when you leave the Rune Forge, and if it ever is taken off of your body or smashed, you will have time catch up to you instantly. I understand. Thank you. And he's holding it out in front of him with one hand. She will reach forward and take it. Now leave, girl, and never return, for if I see your face again, I will melt it off, and I will have Suboth do the same. You will never see daylight if you come back to the festering maze. It is not my intent to ever come back. Enjoy your survival. (sighs) And she leaves. What happened to your heart? He just stares at you. <laughs> okay. Well, I had just a simple question. No, I wanted to talk to Safi. Okay. <laughs> he leaves. He basically follows Hadassah. Right. You are out of combat at this moment. You gather up around Volantre, who is a little worse for wear. A little bit of constitution damage. Uh, floating above the water. You might see it raise up like a half inch at some point, but it immediately settles back down to normal. Uh, what would you guys like to do now? You got your amulet there, Hadassah. You guys hurt? Yes, but I think Hadassah wants to get out of the festering maze before we do anything else. Sure. Because I was going to offer you a drink and that might make you gag a little. Yeah, yeah. let's get out of here before we start eating and drinking and making merry. Um, as we're going out, Volantri casts a spell. Um, basically, it's uh, Restore Eidolon. Same as Lesser Restoration, but allows him to cast it against his Eidolon. Constitution is a physical ability score, so the damage went to the Eidolon, so it allows me to heal 1d4 of ability damage. Yep. And I rolled a 3. Synthesis are not overpowered at all. <laughs> all right, so you guys make your way out of the festering maze and you head back to the central runeforge area. Is that right? Yes. Alrighty then. Here we go. Poof, you're there. Ah, giant statue. I know, I was like, oh no. (laughs) Droth and Poe are back. (laughs) Well, Droth is all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, he is. Uh, How far, how many hit points are you down? Uh, 48. 
All right, I give you two two of my <laughs> glasses of wine again, which has been like twenty minutes since the last two giant glasses of wine. So you're probably a little hammered. Yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> feeling it um, and that, loving it. Yeah, that's uh, that'll fully heal you. Yeah. The two of them together. Awesome. Yeah, she holds up the amulet. She's like, "We got it, guys." We got the thing. <laughs> Swings it over. Yeah. Because <laughs> of Woo Girl. Uh, that's one of the best things from How I Met Your Mother, the Woo Girl episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. All right. So do you guys uh, accomplish your plan? You head back to yeah. the Halls of Pride. No, not Pride. Halls of Lust. With Sorshin at the head. Uh, and Thunkhead still there sitting on his ass in the middle, legs splayed out in front of him, just singing to himself very slowly and lowly. Yeah, before we go visit Thunkhead, Hadassah, you know, in her slightly inebriated state, will be like, you guys, you you won't let him keep the amulet if it works, right? You, you won't forget. You'll come back for me, right? Oh, that's right. Do we have to come back? Because if I were him, I would want to keep this thing. His so- word is his bond. One. She's like, but is it though? Is it? I mean, how long <laughs> have we really known Thunkhead? I think Velandre can keep him honest. A giant who lies is a giant who dies. <laughs> Put that on a coffee cup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like he's SOL either way. Um, she's like, she kind of, with some hesitance and very regretfully hands over the amulet that we have gotten. Ooh. And who actually takes the amulet then? Are you handing it to Thunkhead? I'm sorry. Oh, no. She's handing it to Safi and Volantri. Okay. Whoever reaches out for it. I'll hold on to it since you need your hands to kill things. That's right. I do need my hands to kill things. You know what else I need is another one of those drinks. Oh, you have to wait. I I am all out. Well, no, I, I I'm I, I key it here. I have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I do need to pray though. I can't uh, I can't be casting the plane shifts today. I have to I have to sleep for a while. Sleep is good. Yeah, you need to sleep off the <laughs> the booze. <laughs> She's like, I miss sleep. Sleep was great. So this must suck to actually be in an environment and drunk in because you're not sleeping. You can't do anything. So you're just drunk until it goes away. away. Yeah. So and then I'm guessing if you drink too much, you get the hangover without the sleep between it. Right. You just gradually go from drunk to headache. That's I've partied enough, and I yes. remember those moments when you start to get that hangover while you're still out. I'm old enough now that I can go out and have a couple beers, and if it's too many, I'll have a hangover before I go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, poor Can't do it like he used to. So here's the fun thing about plane shift, is that you need a forked metal rod attuned to the plane of travel. Assuming you have one for the material plane, in anticipation of having the spell for when you actually got somewhere you needed it, you have got to have that same forked metal rod attuned to the plane of travel to get back into the Rune Forge, unless you're going to go back to the one single portal that only Volantre at this point knows about. No, Safi came in with them. Safi does too. Yeah, Safi came through that. Did he? Okay, well, yeah. there you go. But all the keys have disappeared. Yes. We don't have the keys. Yes. So it's going to be a little hard to open that portal back up. Yep. So you all rest for eight hours. Safi does his uh, little thing that he has to do in order to get all of his spells back. Everybody gets a full night of rest, quote unquote. You get your hit points back. Any damage to abilities is repaired Hadassah's one con damage is done if it was even still there. And what do you do? I guess we're going to go see uh, Thunkhead. Are we, though? (laughs) 
I don't want to leave him forever. Are you prepared to watch him die? He'll turn to dust. Well, we don't we don't know that the amulet works so either. How do we get back if we take him out? Uh, Wes, now that I know this demiplane exists and whatnot, could I not just make a forked metal rod? Like it doesn't even have a gold piece. Doesn't have any, a gold piece value. So it's like assume that you have it if you have a, a component pouch. Because that's the big question. If we can't get back, Volantre's not going to go. Okay. Finally, scan through this entire page on uh, tuning forks. Uh, it's according to Planar Adventures, roughly page 85, if the archives of Nethys are correct, and they typically are. So, this is going to have to be a GM call, especially for this one. If you were like on the one of the simpler outer planes, getting a tuning fork and getting it attuned shouldn't be a problem. However, the Rune Forge is a very specific demi plane that only like four people in the entire world in the entire history of Galeria never knew about. Getting this attuned fork is going to be tough. You didn't bring one with you unless you specifically bought an untuned tuning fork with you. So you're going to have to actually find one because I don't think any of you have the blacksmithing ability or the iron or anything in order to make an untuned tuning fork. Once you get it here, then it is a very specific action to actually tune it. So the one door exit that we have may be the only exit that we get a chance at. Yeah, getting out is easy. Getting, getting back, back is going to be tough. I'm more than willing to say that Safi has a tuning fork or something for the material plane, just something you expected to use in the future. You would have purchased in very cheap. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. When we were talking about the portal, the the circle in the in the area of wrath, right? You said something to the effect of if you used a teleport spell in there, it would open a portal that is bi-directional. Correct. Does that teleport allow you to... I'm guessing I need to probably try this instead of just asking you this. Cross planes. Or is it still restricted to the bounds of the teleport spell? The portal... Like, you did a spellcraft check on that portal when you were in that yep. room. You picked up that it would bring you back to the material plane, very similar to how you got here. And we knew that it would at least stay open for a period of time, but not how long. Correct. So as Hadassah drunkenly <laughs> suggests that we um, not leave her here, that we do come back. Safi, can you get us back? Here? Yes. I don't know. Probably Why? eventually. Uh, it's tricky, you know, going to a whole different plane of existence. Especially with a smaller one like this and nobody knows about Probably with time, I might be able to figure it out, but uh, I don't want to say yes. This is absolutely sure we can do this. But we can maybe find the way we got here the first time. So, Thunkhead or Hadassah? Hadassah, are you willing to trust Lord Humongous's uh, amulet? He made it for himself, and he w he didn't want to give it to me. Which makes me think that it does what he says that it does. Or at least he believes it does that. What I do know for sure is that, just like Thunkhead, I don't want to stay here anymore. Even if the amulet doesn't work. I would rather go to Phrasma at this point than stay in the Runeforge another 10,000 years. I think that I would feel the same way. Do we have uh, just a... Do we have anybody got a necklace? Just just gold necklace or whatever? Just a piece of junk? I have an amulet of armor. Adasa will pull out remember the um the braid braided cords she was making. Okay. At the beginning. She pulls out one of those. We will give this to Thunkhead, tell him this is what is going to keep him alive. I don't want to leave him here. This is this is worse than death. It's torture. He's imprisoned. He's a he's prison here. I can't let this happen. So, give you the amulet. Give him the cord. 
We send him to his God. Okay. So Safi these days has a really, really different perspective on what is live, what's live and dead and, you know, being killed. Now he knows for a fact because he's experienced it. Dying just means you're going to another plane of existence. It could be good. It could be bad. Depends on how you believe or, you know, you're going to go see. But killing to him isn't like he used to believe you shouldn't kill anybody because he thought that was the end. It might be bad. But now it's just like. I'm opening a door. You're going to go somewhere else. Go talk to your God. Like, so <laughs> killing this is people, almost as, like slavery, though. I mean, for Thunkhead. Yeah, he is exactly. Eternally bound to yeah. this. Yeah. I, I, Everybody I, in Safi the room absolutely has wants out. So. Yeah. I mean, this place is a prison. So Safi's 100% about getting everybody out that wants to go. But he doesn't feel, uh, it doesn't feel bad about, quote, killing Lunkhead once we get to the prime, you know, whatever, out of this place. He'll turn to dust and he'll go to another place. Like it, just like Safi can do anytime he wants now. He can plane shift and go see his family and come back, you know, all this stuff. It's just somewhere else to him now. So death really changed after he died. <laughs> View on death. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well done. You know, you know what, Matt? Different. Hero point. Oh, what? Okay. I'll take it. Because yeah, I think I used beautiful. all mine up. I think you did. <laughs> and I think you deserve it for that. Okay. All right. Tell me. Describe it to me as you guys wait, go through. Wait, wait, wait. Before we even go to <laughs> the area with Thunkhead, Volantre asks, if we leave this place, not through the portal in Wrath, do we know how to stop or where to stop Karzu? Jin Celast? Did he not say that to us? Yeah. Zin Celeste? Is that on a map? Well, I, I don't know. I think I can get well, you there. Oh, if I survive. We, we have a Hadassah. Then so be it. Okay, we go talk to Thunkhead. Dasa puts on the amulet. You may want to tuck it behind your armor. She does. Thunkhead, Thunkhead. Holy poly thunk head, thunk head, thunk head, thunk em up good. I wish I could go to the moon. <gasps> hey guys, you're back. I'm actually kind of surprised to see you. Uh, you ready to go somewhere else? Yeah, if you're ready, I am. I'm so bored. He takes out the, the cord that uh, Hadassah has created. It's Kneel so down. beautiful. Get down here. I can't reach you. And he does. <laughs> he takes it, ties it around his neck. This will not say... A this, tight. This, <laughs> <laughs> Loose it out here a little bit. It's a choker. <laughs> <laughs> Lose it. Just, it's a tiny bit. This will not... Uh, <sighs> this will not keep you from turning to dust when you go home. However, I give you this with the blessings of Caden Kellyan, who will protect you when you go to the land beyond Galarian. Oh, that's so nice of you. Oh, Hadassah, what are you going to (laughs) do? Nice. Well, either I'm going to turn to dust, or if by some miracle I survive, I'm going to make sure that Karzuk never rises again. Karzu, bad. I think it was enough that he uh, held any authority in our age. These people shouldn't have to suffer under him. Sorshin said the worst things about Karzug. Karzug is evil, evil, evil. Before we go, uh, Hadassah is going to pull the Grace Blade from its scabbard and hand that to Volantre. If I turn to dust, I don't know if my belongings will go with me or not. So you better hold this. He grabs the blade and just holds it to his side and nods. We ready? Yeah. One last thing. Yeah. It just says, um, just in case, will you give me the blessing of Caden Kalian too? Of course. And he takes you by the face. Gives you a kiss on your forehead. 
<laughs> she, she leans down. Get, and gives you a beer. Cheers. You, you must. You have to drink this. May the blessings of Caden Killian take you to the place you want to go in the afterlife. It'll be fine. It's okay. You're a good person. You'll go to a good place. Cheers. And it's just an action. He casts, grabs a hold of, uh, he had to hold hands. He grabs a hold of Lunkhead's finger, Hadassah's hand. Hopefully Hadassah will grab Volantre. Yeah. stuck. Yeah. Yep. And cast Plane Shift to go back to Galarian. That tuning fork roars into existence. It shatters into a, just a tinkling of a thousand sounds as it finds the plane of the material. And poof. What area are you aiming for in Galarian? Probably Mag Magdamore. For sure, Magdamore. Magdamore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, roll yeah. a D percentage. All right. Find the right mouse. 54. 54. You're 250 miles from Magnamar in the middle of the ocean. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're in Sandpoint. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, you are. I like that. It's about roughly the right di right distance. And you are aiming for Magnamar and you wind up in Sandpoint. Uh, this will do. We can go uh, go say hello to... Uh... Oh, it's been a long time. What's her name? She owns the, the bar. Amigo. Amigo, yeah. Thank you. How do you, You're welcome. How do you know she Amigo? She left the bar, though, didn't she, after the death of... Alicia remembers Amigo. Adasa obviously yeah. does not know Amigo. Yeah. yeah, I think Amigo's off doing stuff. It's the yeah. halfling that's really running the bar right, right oh, now. That's right. All right, so poof, you're in near Sandpoint. Let's put you uh, just outside in the woods where you guys poof back into existence on the material plane. Literal sands begin to rain over Thunkhead and Hadassah. The difference between the two is that Hadassah seems to have a dome over her, and these sands just run down the sides, not affecting her. But as they course down the face, shoulders, back, chest of Thunkhead, he begins to disappear. Little bits at a time as the sands of time begin to wear away at him as fast as it would. It was if you were watching a mountain being carved by wind blowing sand into it, that's what it would look like, but at a very sped up time lapse photography rate. And as he begins to disappear, he looks down and at Safi and Hadassah. And the realization that he's been tricked begins no, no, I, to dawn on him. I told him. As he sees him. that Hadassah is safe and he is not. He knows what you've done. And I he told smiles. Him. Yeah, and Safi okay did tell him. Uh, Safi did tell him he's going to die. Yeah. Oh, I thought he said he but was going to be safe. I said no. he's going to go somewhere else. I didn't. <laughs> okay. I said he's gonna go Stop see his god. Going to die. Yeah, I, I, I. Okay, it's fine. Like he seemed like he's happy about it. You know, I mean, he didn't he say gonna you're going to die. He said you're going to go see your god. Yes, but kind of the same difference. Like uh, he seems happy about being disintegrated. So, of course, people do hear what they want to hear sometimes. So. Bingo. So what he was understanding was everything was going to be safe. He and Hadassah were both going to go and see their god, but that's not what's happening, and he realizes what happened. And But he smiles, he accepts it, and he is gone. And you I'll three you soon. stand together just outside of Sandpoint. And Hadassah, this world is alien to you. You may have grown up in ancient Thassalon. You may remember a lot about the material plane, but none of this feels right. Even the air tastes different here. I mean, it's still better than the Runeforge. There's sunlight. Like, there's still trees and grass. Like, and even though everything is strange and she knows she's going to have to start over, which, I mean, she knew that if she ever got out, that 
even if the world was the same, she would be alien in the world because she's not who she used to be. So maybe it's, maybe it's appropriate that the world is as strange to her as she would be to her old self. And she just looks at her hands and down at the rest of her and realizes, we did it. She's out. She's safe. And she just begins to weep. And she'll turn away from um, Volantre and Safi because it's, n- it's never been safe to let people see her cry, so... You're going to cry. I'm going to cry. No, you don't do that. <laughs> I bet you want to take a nap, don't you? You haven't slept in 10,000 years. You must be really tired. <laughs> she, As soon as he says that, she's like, and she just lays down right where she is and goes to sleep. And isn't going to think about the hangover that's going to take hold in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Did any did any of these sands of time hit Safi or Volantre? Even if they did, uh, they didn't affect you. It's more of an illusion than anything. Okay, I'm basically I'm trying to ascertain whether or not how much time has passed. We're in the Rune Forge for a few days. Has it been a few days in the outside realm, or we're not in a position to know that yet? So I believe you guys left roughly in the middle of winter, more or less. It's near the winter holidays. Uh, You come back in, and it is still winter outside. There are no leaves on the tree. There is a little snow on the ground. Volantre just kind of picks Hadassah up as she's sleeping and says to Safi, I think we need to find an inn. Yeah, let's go to Sandpoint. Should be just right over there somewhere. Would you rather go to Magnamar? I don't care. Either one's fine. Then grab hold. Ooh, we teleport. And grabs. Yep. <laughs> Volantre cast teleport to Magnamar. D percentage. It's the inn bar that he worked at that's kind of dilapidated, sure. but it has some rooms upstairs it's that extremely probably... Extremely familiar. The rooms are probably um, vacant, or if they're not vacant, I can make them vacant. <laughs> right, leave. <laughs> Um, 39. I think you're good. Oof. We're in Magnamar. We're at the inn. And I walk up the stairs to find a room to place Hadassah in. And unless you guys want to do anything before night falls and the morning dawns, we'll just skip to Hadassah waking up. And Hadassah's going to wake up to a hero's feast. Oh, thank goodness. And <laughs> she's going to also wake up to a Volantre without the Eidolon. Do you, we can kind of see Volantre through the Eidolon a little bit? Is that? Yeah. 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 It's like a blue translucent armor. Yeah. Like like the picture. But, yeah. <laughs> but there's okay. no uh, there's no dragon or anything. Yeah. You, <laughs> Volantre wakes up a few minutes later to somebody going thunk, thunk, thunk on his forehead. When he opens his eyes, Hadassah is there like gnawing on a turkey leg and she's just like... <laughs> Staring at him with this squinty-eyed look. Volantre? Uh, yes. Yes. You sound different. You look different. Yes. Um. So. You smell the same. I have a friend <laughs> comes to me when I need her. And we join together to fight. Like your mate? No. She and I have a pact. A bond. I help craft like how she is. And she helps craft who I am. Like your pet? No. Hmm. I... The best way to put it is I get to borrow the best of her when I need it. But she stays independent. Regardless of what I do. Uh huh. Okay. Can I like Moosh Moosh? Moosh Moosh. Yeah, I think Moosh Moosh comes out of his turban, comes down and sits on his shoulder. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Moosh Moosh as Volantre. I don't so. think so. 
Hadassah's eyes get big. She's like, it's so tiny and fluffy. Like she hasn't seen like a cute little animal in (laughs) 10,000 years. All of the animals in the Rune Forge want to eat you. Exactly. All right. Moosh, uh, Safi holds his hand out so Moosh can run down his arm and he push, like puts his hand on your shoulder. Eh, play with Moosh, he won't bite. Don't yeah, bite. She us. immediately like <laughs> drops the turkey leg back onto a plate and starts like petting Moosh Moosh. <laughs> <laughs> She's an animal lover. Safi, if you'd like, I'll take care of that rat for you. <laughs> Hadassah oh, Moosh, holds Moosh Moosh away. She's like, don't you dare. He is a Durboa. He's so cute. It's a, a Syrian rat, but it's called Straboa. <laughs> when you need it taken care of, just let me know. What do you mean taken care of? It's my friend. Okay. <laughs> I will not touch the Mooshmoosh. <laughs> or your blue dragon friend won't touch Mooshmoosh either. No. Okay. You tell me not to touch, I will leave it alone. What you got against Moosh? It just looks like the rats that I had to kill in this bar. Hmm. Do you know how many rats come in here from day to day, week to week? Spoiling the food, poisoning the customers? Oosh, you you calm down. He's not, he don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if he's not here to soil the food... I like him. Hadassah is just feeding Moosh Moosh from the hero's face. She's like, he's fine. <laughs> oh, he's fine Moosh with gets, the food. <laughs> he gets temporary hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. She has to feed him for like 10 minutes though, right? She would do Yeah, it. he's going to. Yeah, he's going to. Especially if Elantre is eyeing him like he's going to shrack him. <laughs> so uh, what would ears of the city give me? Especially in, in Sandpoint, because um, I would have... Magnamar. I thought we were in Sandpoint. No, you teleported oh. us to Magnamar. Yep. Yeah. So that would be better. There'd be a, a larger area, a lot more people. Um, mm. It would allow me to do <laughs> 14 diplomacy checks to gather information about Gentilast. Oh, Zinchilast, you won't get anything. Okay. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Like, You can go ahead and try it. Like, Maybe you wake up in the morning and do your 14 checks. You get nothing. Okay. Zin Shalast is lost to time. All right, he will. He will have cast it just, just for cool. FYI's sake. Um, I don't know how to get there. I mean, I, but I can get this there if I know what it looks like or I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Uh, get where, Safi? Zin Shalast. Oh, right. Uh, right. We need to find Zin Shalast. Wait, what were we talking about? Gentilized, yeah. yeah we were... Your rat was eating the feast, and all of a sudden you wanted to get us to Gentilized. Oh, uh, Safi forgot we cut. <laughs> <laughs> so I have greater teleport. Um, functions just like teleport, except that there is no range limit and there is no chance of arriving off target in addition you need not have seen the destination but in that case you must have at least a reliable description of the place to which you are teleporting if you attempt to teleport with insufficient information or misleading information you disappear and simply reappear in your original location interplanar travel is not possible so if we find uh, uh benjamin's dad and he gives us, if he knows, if he gives us a good description, I could teleport us there. You know what's crazy? But, now that you say that, uh, Safi has actually seen a painting of Zen Shalast. It was uh, next to Malfeshmanakor. It was close say. to, yeah. It was in that same yeah. area. I remember Wasn't now. in the crab room? Like the... Yeah, like a little water area. Yes, that's exactly it. You are yep. correct, Casey. Hero point. Yay. All right, Yes. I have zero, now I have one. Yep. I know, I, did, well, did I know that was Jin Salast, though? Was I that, think you figured it out. Yeah? Oh, I know a picture of Jin Salast is. Oh, I can get a see. Okay, hold hands. Well, just before we do, there is... Jin Salast has been magically protected to keep people from finding it. So, um, 
I don't know what that's going to do to your teleport, but it's just and, something to um, be aware of. Before we potentially go to um, a city that could be very hostile to us, I may need to call upon a friend. And I'd like to finish breakfast first. Oh, I thought we'd, yeah. Oh, we don't have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> so I begin my ritual for my uh, Eidolon. Yeah. Hadassah. It takes one minute. Yeah, Hadassah will say, I know that I said I could lead us to Shinshalast, but everything is different, like a different world entirely. I don't think I could orient to find my way down the street here at this point. Safi will try your way. Otherwise, up in the mountains, there was a nice library. There may be some information in that library that might help us. I, uh, I wouldn't mind going back to, uh, Thistletop. It's a, well, I think it's a brewery now, or it was going to become a brewery. And look at the picture just to make sure I have a good idea. You know, look at it, study it. And then we can go to the library if you like. That's, that's fine too. Only if you can't find Zinsterlast. Okay. Yeah, if I if it doesn't work, we don't go nowhere, so it's fine. I'm yes. ready. Well, I'm I'm gonna eat too. I forgot how hungry I was. And he sits down and starts feeding himself. <laughs> Vlantra hands a little bit of food to um Mush Mush. Just nice, casual, just handing it off to the side. <laughs> he hesitates for a moment and then takes a bite eats it. Okay, you best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> Food is always the center to any animal's heart. Mm -hmm. Hadassah stops mid-bite. She's like, what are you saying? Huh? And then she goes back to breakfast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wish uh, we were live streaming the show because the look that Alicia and Casey shared there was beautiful. Both eyeballing each other like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Casey's like, and then move on. What are you talking about? What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> that was the look that was on his face. <laughs> well, what? Uh, yeah. I will say this for all of our listeners. Trick. If you're going to someone's house with dogs, put treats in your pockets. As soon as you enter the room with the dog, give the dog a treat. And then throughout the night, give the dog more treats. It will love you every time you come to visit. The owners might not, but the dog will. Yeah, but that's all that matters is the dog. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, right. So what would you guys like to do after you finish eating a beautiful breakfast? Are we in a hurry? Like, do we have to go, like, write this now? Hadassah, how long ago did Karzug seem to grow in power? Do I have any answers on this? I don't think so. Uh, he threatened you in that fight with the statue. It takes a pretty powerful wizard to mind travel that far and control an inanimate object like that. But it's a tough call. I have no idea. Um, it's been a, a while since the uh, pool was bubbling, since there was activity, but... I don't know how much time passed in the Runeforge versus out here. So I don't really know what kind of timetable we're working with, but I know we don't want to go into this fight unprepared. Safi, I don't think we have weeks, but we may have a few days. I think we should take a few days. Hadassah, you've been in a, a, a prison for 10,000 years. Let's go look at the city. That let's go like eat some food. Idea. Let's let's. Uh, that sounds like a better idea. To our death, uh, fighting a rune lord. Let's let you live a little first, yeah. Plus, we got some stuff to get rid of. I think you know we can go see some magical peoples. We have a lot of stuff, and Volantra just pours out his bag. What? <laughs> don't what? Don't throw it away. <laughs> I think that'll be a great uh, a side episode one day to do. 
Hadassah visits Magnamar. And yeah, while you say that, uh, yeah. this morning when Hadassah woke up for the very first time in a very long time, you woke up hungry. You actually felt your stomach rumble when you woke up. You could eat food. You could enjoy it. But yep. you were never hungry. hungry. Yep. Those days like, are this over. This is probably the best tasting food you have had in 10,000 10, years. Yeah. He is all about the hero's feast. And while I say that, I said wake up. You actually slept for the yep. first time in a very, very long time. Yep. And thanks to my own little silly rule that we follow about you not getting XP until you sleep, <laughs> it yeah. has been building up for you. And I had to make allowances for, you know, the Poe and Droth characters. But after doing some very meticulous calculations, you guys, the three of you, each of you earned. 163,367 XP. Type that in. That's a lot. Think about one, six, it. Th yeah, 163,367. Perfect. I think nice. that maybe that's enough to level you up to 15. Confirm it for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I so mean, that everybody. Would... Yep, yep. That's more Leveled than the up. entire level, yeah. I think that is a great place to leave off tonight. I I wanted to ask a really gross question though. All right, <laughs> all right. Before we before we leave for the night, so with the Rune Forge, you don't get tired, you don't sleep, you don't need to eat. Uh, sure, but if you do eat and you do drink, yeah, do you still defecate and urinate, or does that just go away too? What do you think was in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Happy 2022. It's a new year. It's a new day. It's a new level. Level 15. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, that'd be great. That's a great ending. <laughs> Good night. Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Backpatio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are trademarked and property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. Check out our website at BackpatioNetwork.com. If you like this podcast, please rate it five stars, leave a review, spread the word to your friends, or even join our Patreon and you can get early access. If you need to talk to us, join our Discord. The links are on the website to join. As always, thank you very much for listening. This is Casey. You all have a wonderful night.